0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Conversations with Family podcast. I'm your host, Eric Hogue, and today we have part two of the roundtable discussion. For those who haven't already, I would highly encourage listening to part one of the discussion where Wayne, Kevin, and Harry discuss what it was like growing up with David in St. Louis during the 60s and 70s, which will set the stage for what we'll discuss in today's episode. Meanwhile, the next episode will feature a discussion on David's final years, as well as what we would all say to David if he were still with us today. At the end of part three, I'll be back to provide the conclusion and any footnotes or corrections. With that, here's part two of the roundtable discussion. Enjoy.
1: And this is, that's why I say David got in trouble. When we was in high, and, and I think the school learned from, when you, when you go from, when you have two junior high schools in a city, you're always going to have friction, competition, friction. And we had two junior highs. we had Brittany and Hanley. And Kevin, David, and I went to Hanley. And when we went in high school, we met up with the people from Brittany, And they, for some reason, robbery, we we didn't get along. Well, David had a friend that wanted to date a girl or whatever, and it it caused a lot of conflict. So uh, we was always, it was always advised, certain part of the neighborhood you didn't go into because it was their neighborhood, and and they wouldn't go in our neighborhood, and that's how it was. Well, David... (laughs) David sometimes he didn't care. That just David was. Nobody's going to tell him where he need to go or what he need to do. That's just David just no. He wasn't afraid of anybody. So uh, one it was uh, Halloween. No, yeah, Halloween. One Halloween, David decided he wanted to go to this Halloween party that was on a side of the town that we probably shouldn't have been on. He should definitely he shouldn't have been on. He go to this party, and you got to realize David was was known to be tough, or known he was known to be cool. He was he had a, he had a certain reputation. A cat? They call him back then a cat. Yeah, or he was a cat. Yeah, he was a cat. David was, a cat. was a, cat. A, cat. a cat. He was cat. I mean, the way he walked, the way he talked, he was it, 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 it was like a Fonzie. He was kind of a cool guy, you know. And they he dressed up. He, yeah, he talked yeah, exactly. He talked.
2: He, he was away. funny, like yes. you said. He was funny. He yes. just was a cat, yes. and yes. he hung out with the cats. And so, you yes. know, David wasn't no dummy. Yes. He just was a cat. He, he just he liked did. that
1: life. He did. He did. He loved it. The girl loved him because of the way his 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 his, his 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 way he act, his his uh the way he walked, the way he talked. It's it was very attractive to people. Okay, and that's why I say David was popular because of that. Well, David went to this party which he shouldn't have went to and um and we decided what to get caught recorded but at this party it was about 10 or 12 people jumped david beat him so badly that he had to go to the hospital and and i wish we took his face was all swollen up uh it, it was a really terrible terrible beating and um And 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 we felt really bad about it. And we felt about revenge. Uh, because if you ever see somebody in your family, it beat like that. And, and for no apparent reason, only apparent reason is that for some reason, you think that he shouldn't be at your house or be in your neighborhood, but not because he did anything to you or your family and like that. So that hurt. Us very much, and when like I say we, we're very close, me, Cato, Harry, David, Paul—you know—and um, and, what—and really, what's so amazing? Me, Kevin, and David have never ever argued about anything. We have lived together. We have never ever argued about anything. And you—you you very seldom see people like that. But we have never ever argued about anything. Now, We argue with Paul a lot. We would disagree with Paul. <laughs> But, but, but us three will always, was always stick together. So, um, so, um, telling the story that so it was very hard. Okay. So after that happened the next week, me, David, Paul, and some other people, we went to school and we got revenge on people that hurt David. And we got in trouble for that. We got in real bad trouble for that. We all, me, Kevin, and David got expelled from school. Not suspended. I remember that. Not suspended, expelled. So we were kicked out of high school. Me, Kevin, and David were actually kicked out of high school. And we had to apply or go see the superintendent of school to see can we get back in. <laughs> Kevin and I was able to get back in because Kevin and I, our grades were pretty decent and plus we had teachers and stuff like that that spoke in our behalf. David wasn't. David, because his grades was a little bit lower and uh, he had a reputation of being, like I said, cat. So they wouldn't let David back in. And so David in 10th grade uh, had to leave uh, University City High School and go to And the reason how he went to Beaumont, it was his brother, which was Kevin and uncle, Billy Hogue, lived in the Beaumont uh, school district. So what my grandparents did, I don't know if they did it legally or officially, but they changed David's home address from our address in New City to his brother's address on Mafia, even though David had never moved to that address. But his address would changed there, to where he can go to high school there, and it, and it was a major um, event in David's life, and I, I, I'm I'm going to tell you why. Um, David never did like Beaumont. Was, I don't know because of his student, but he he didn't like being away from us. Okay, he didn't like you know. Can I say we were together all our lives. And David went to Beaumont maybe a year or so, or maybe a little that. Then he, he dropped out of school. He dropped out of school, um, I think I senior a year, or around that senior year. He dropped out. And um, and I think if that event wouldn't happen, none more happened with David's life in general. Because they, David did. He dropped out. But David, what he did, he, he realized he had to do something. So he enlisted into the Navy. And in the Navy, he ended up getting his G D in the Navy. And he did very well in Navy. When he got out of the Navy, he was able, after a couple of years, get a a government job, which he he did very, very well in the government job. So um um so that so that that's that's one of the memories I have of David. So I don't wanna hog up the whole deal, so I'll let somebody else talk.
0: <laughs> uh, I just had a quick question though about David's service. Did he did he find any uh any uh conflicts at all or was it uh just mostly Okay. It would do a peace time. Okay. Uh, that's a quick question. Yeah, feel free to anybody else to chime in, just kind of what your perspective on growing up with David was like, or if you prefer transition to just kind of your favorite memories.
3: Well, if we talk about David and you guys mentioned I have notes and and there's a difference between cool and a cat. And it maybe <laughs> the same of what year you're in. But but that was, he had, he was a cat then, because that's what we call everybody, man. He's a cool cat. And so you would drop off the cool, he's a cat, or cat daddy. Yeah. And, and as Wayne said, David liked that life. It, it came with a certain attitude and a swagger that he had. But one of the things I always say, David had it, there was an inside voice, David, and an outside voice, David, just like you teach your kids. Use your inside, voice, Use your outside. Inside the house, David didn't have swagger. David didn't nope. have cat. David. David would sweep back steps, take out trash, watch the cartoons, and laugh and joke. Shoot mice with the BB gun. Everything that everybody else did, you know. Inside the house, that was the David inside the house. He was he get hollered at by everybody. Put on punishment the whole bit inside the house. The outside the house, David. That's where you saw the cat daddy. That he would dress for outside the house. He would act for outside the house, and and so we would see that transformation. As yeah. we walked down the steps up to the school, we, we walked yeah. up to the school. <laughs> <laughs> the transformation, you come out the house and we're like, buying, everybody's walking up the street. All <laughs> David got a little bit cooler. This <laughs> <laughs> is what happened. And by the time we got to the school, okay. we got to school, it was David, you know, and and more importantly, it was it was. Foot, because that's what they call him. They wouldn't call him David. They just say, "What's up, foot?" foot. yeah, foot. And, <laughs> and we would see it every day, and so we see each other the whole day. And and we look, and I look down, and I see him. Damn that day. And I'd be wondering, "What's he into?" The old, you know, he because he would be with a different crowd, you know. So so, so yeah. No, 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 no. Go ahead. So to go back to Wayne said in the sixth grade, so when they they looked to put us in separate school and separate classes, it was it caused a challenge. And then but they didn't realize that we all got to get together at every recess, lunchtime, before school, after school. And that's where it was like we were the, the a game we the three of us we always played the before school sports the lunch research sports and whatever and that's what that was the big thing is trying to split us up on the team because they would hate when we would all get on the same team because we would know each other's strengths and we know what we like to do and we would pass each other and throw each other and and so it was always that thing so keep them apart
1: yeah, Mr. Dirdol, he hated us
3: when
1: we got on the same team.
3: Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. They gotta make it they gotta be on a different teams. No. He no, was <laughs> He would. He would deliver to do that. <laughs> now at that time he didn't realize, you know, let say the, the racism that was in part, but part of that was it was just, hey, we're not gonna let these three guys get together and beat up on these weaker kids. Yes. And it wasn't as a bully, but it was an athletic standpoint yes. where we run harder, run faster, yeah. hit it further. We were more aggressive as athletes. Yeah,
1: Cause I remember so, – yeah, can you remember – at the time they had the catch, throw – I can't think of the thing. But I remember in the throwing competition in sixth grade, me, David, and Kevin finished one, two, and three. Uh of everybody in sixth grade, so we we dominated the sport when we went there, you know, and it was it was amazing. So in the morning time, you got everybody got on in the playground and played soccer. And we had never played soccer before, but but we was natural athletes, and we kind of saw how it went, and we was aggressive. <laughs> they they pretty much stayed out
2: of our way too. <laughs> Okay, Kevin and Wayne, what was Mister Dardal's favorite saying when you messed up on the schoolyard? Oh man, what would he always say when you got in trouble on the schoolyard? What would he always say? Uh, Go sit know. on the coal bin. See, Eric, they may not have heard that as much as I heard it because I was always in trouble. So whenever you got in trouble at gym, hit the girls with the rubber ball or anything, Dirt off will say, go sit on the coal. And see, back then, the schools had actual bins that they would shove the coal in to heat the schools. Yes. And yes. so when you got in trouble, you had to sit on the coal bin. I had totally forgot about that. You forgot about that, did you? Yeah,
1: I totally, yeah but I totally forgot about that. But, uh, Kevin never uh,
2: got in trouble in school, Er, er yeah, no, The no. truth of the matter is, Kevin really didn't. They loved Kevin. The yeah, teachers yeah, loved him. Yeah, yeah, everybody loved Kevin. Kevin yeah, was yeah. when I got to high school. They said you're nothing like your brother. <laughs> said, no, Kevin's Kevin. Yeah, you're nothing like your brother. Yeah, yeah. Your brother was all American. You're a yeah. fuck up. I said, oh, well, yeah, uh, I, probably some truth to that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and 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 it and, and was so strange because. Even though me, Kevin, and David was very close, we all hang out with different groups of people. Yes, yeah. Well, David hung out with the cats. David hung yeah. out with the cats, and Cato hung out with the athletes and the nerds. Okay, and the jocks and the jocks. Yeah, the athletes and the, and I kind of mixed around. I hung out with kind of Wayne
2: hung like, out with Wayne hung out with the ladies. Let's tell the truth. <laughs> Wayne had a couple of friends, but Wayne just was. Wayne was a solo artist. He yeah, didn't. Yeah. He didn't fool with nobody. didn't nobody fool with Wayne. Wayne was about dressing. Wayne wanted to be the best dresser. Yeah. Wayne <laughs> spent all his money getting clothes. <laughs> oh, and Kevin can care less about clothes. I, and David used to like clothes.
1: Kevin, Kevin cared nothing about clothes. You know. No, nah, Kevin wanted to curious. play ball. That's all he wanted to do yeah. is
2: play he sports.
1: He's going to play sports. Yeah. Uh. So um. Okay. So that's. David, but, but
3: that's the thing that that you know we we constantly talk about that. But y- you know, you asked an interesting question, and uh, you know Wayne mentioned it. You know when when David when we had the incident, we all got the school problems, and when they put David out, that 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 hurt me, and then it just seemed like the next thing going to Beaumont, I thought, okay, reclamation. When he dropped out, mm-hmm. we never really said, we never really talked about that. We never, the family said, you know, cause that was a stigma that nobody wanted to associate with our family. You know, we can go through all of our family members and say, okay, of course our grandparents left school early, but that out of necessity you know, they go to work, you know, no kid at that point, grandpa and grandpa, grandma didn't go through school. Even mom and, you know, our moms went through, they'll graduate, but they didn't go immediately to college as we did. So, so for David to do that was, was hurtful for us. Cause it's like, wow, you know, is he giving up? What's he going to do? Then to add to it when he says, Hey, I'm going into the Navy. I was, you know, again, like, wow, you know, the the Navy. And then to add to that, now I got to leave. Now, we were all on path thinking we'll go to college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this was real. I'm going to the Navy. They're sending me out here somewhere else. And and even as he went to the Navy, it, it finally became because he he survived. You know, he went through boot camp and we, had, we went up there and we saw him graduate and we saw the change that you know, he uses inside David voice. Yes, he did. All the time He took direction he followed orders. He might have still had that inside cat whatever, but but he he listened, he followed and that's what it was supposed to do. And as Wayne mentioned, he took that on to getting out of Navy, becoming a veteran Working with veterans, I mean, that's admirable. That's the kind of stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, that, hey, I was so proud of that, the fact that he did that. But now, with that, he got to be back to cool David because veterans. veterans with veterans. I'm going to give you one, one thing that I'll say my most memorable David issue is David would put his keys in his waistband. Like a (laughs) janitor in his waistband between his keys or whatever his belt and his, but that's where he would put his keys. You know, that's only what a cat, a cool guy can do exactly right cool to know how to take your keys and not put them in your pocket,
0: yeah,
3: not have them on a little latch or nothing. No, he would put them in his waistband, and I just thought. That boy's fifty years old. He's still cool. Yeah, David. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, that, that's that's I like in you, just... and 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 he little things like that. You know, we remember those things because again, he was the youngest of all of us. Even though you know, as he got to be bigger and taller, he still was the youngest of all yes. of us. So we were always protective of each other.
2: And we still but, work. So. But Granny, Granny was really protective of David yeah. as well. Granny really protective. When they would fuss at David about this and that, Granny would defend him to no end. Say, when it's all said and done, that's my baby. Yeah, yeah, that's and y'all gonna quit talking about David. Yeah. And that's what and that's how it always went down. I was a kid, I had to listen, although I couldn't interject. And Granny would be like, Hey, Sally and Shirley, that's enough. Yeah, that's David true. is my baby, and he and that's and that's that. And that would be the end of the conversation. Yeah, but David, like Kevin said, David, he had certain uh,
1: things that was totally David and showed that he was cool. Like, Vincent, in the summertime, they would always have a towel. He would always have a towel on his shoulder because if you do it, get some sweat on him. You had a towel, but that little towel could wipe the sweat off of him. But that just, who David was. That's just, that's, that's just his person.
2: And another thing that people don't forget, David was never lazy, Eric. Oh, no, David no. loved to clean, yeah. clean up, cut grass. David was a worker bee. He was. He would come over and just start fussing. Y'all need to get up and do this. I said, man, what's wrong with you? He would get up early every day and clean, cut grass, uh, water grass. It just He was just one of them guys. He was very neat and clean he kept his house neat he kept his room neat uh i remember david used to uh, get up and uh try to help me do yard work and i was little and he was like we gonna cut the grass they had some we had hand shears i don't know if y'all remember them hand shears and and i would have to edge the grass with the hand shears and david we had a more erg that had no motor it was rotary just blades y'all remember that push thing we had on tulane uh-huh. yeah yeah right it's and, and David would cut the glass and he would have me with those shears Edge in the uh, grass with the hands, and then he would sweep the rape the grass up and sweep it up. Yeah, I'm thinking, what what's all this about? <laughs> yeah. All right, I got I got a, a, I got a David story that's yeah. that's the, a great David story with me and Paula. Me and Paula Eric, as they told you, we were around the same age, so we had to walk to school together and walk home together. I hated it because I want to be with biscuit and. Ford and all the guys and run around and Granny said, You gonna walk Paula home first. So I instructed Paula that in the 70s, you gotta remember people didn't lock their cars. So me and Paula were stealing change out of everybody's cars <laughs> every day. It was it was common practice. You scooped the change up and you had a store called Pickup. Y'all remember Pickup? Y'all remember the store called Pickup, Kato? Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. We was we would scoop chains out of cars and go to pickup and we would buy stuff every day. One day the cops pull up and say, hey. What y'all doing? And Paula starts crying. Oh, Harry, Harry made me do it. He puts us in the car and brings us home. David's out front doing something to the yard. And David said, what's going on, officer? And he said, these your kids? He said, yeah, what did they do? And he said, I caught them stealing. And David said, I'll take care of it. Thank you, sir. And the cop let us go to David, believing David was our father. Because David had a full beard at 16 years old. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> And, and no, so, I, I, I I this is the first time I'm hearing about that story. Yeah. I asked Paula about it. Paula was in the back seat, just a crying. I'm like, shut up, this cop don't know nothing. And she just a crying, this Harry, it's Harry's fault. And David was out front and the yeah. cop said, David said, What's going on? And the cop said, Hey, these your kids. He said, Yeah, what they do. He said, I caught them stealing. And he slapped them beside the head, told us to get in the house, and he said he'll take care of it. And the cop drove off.
1: Uh That's a good story. I
2: didn't know know that. Okay. Yeah. And then the other, David, the other memorable David story with one more, two more, me and him took a road trip to Indianapolis to watch the Pacers play. I had just got that Camaro 92 rally sport 25th anniversary. And I just got to be a CO. And man, I thought I was big stuff. I had my little badge. And we going down in Indianapolis, some little kid in the Mustang pulled up and challenged us to a race. He smoked me. I couldn't catch him. And I'm trying to catch him. I'm at 100 and the guy just disappeared. They see, you know, the state trooper behind us. So I'm like, oh, man. So I said, David, don't worry about it. I got my badge. We're going to be straight. Guy came up, gave me the ride act, and then gave me a ticket. And David laughed from all the way from Illinois to St. Louis. I thought you was the popo. He drove yeah, me from Indianapolis to St. Louis all the way back. Yeah. And I didn't say a word, he drove me all the way back to him, I thought you were gonna get no ticket. Man, David was a fool. And yeah. I said, man, put that weed out. Man, uh, you the po-po, yeah, see what yeah. you can do. <laughs> yeah. David always tickled me. We went up there. I'll never forget that trip, man. He always talking about where the ladies at. I said, man, ain't no ladies up here. Just ride around so we can see what we can see. Man, We after that Pacers game, I said, I'm ready to go back to St. Louis. And sure enough, he was laughing all the way home. That safe trooper got me. David thought I I thought I was getting out of the ticket. Only ticket I got in 30 years was that one with David. Yeah. There, there's hey,
1: that.
2: Kevin. Remember, remember, you know the radio station 95.5? Yeah, yeah. So him and Jameel called me and Sandra one night, talking about me and Bebe riding around. Uh, Where's this club 95.5? They jamming, they jamming. We want to go to club 95.5. I said, David, that's a radio station. Talking about, nah, dirty. They on the radio talking about come down to club 95.5. <laughs> said, David, it's a radio station. <laughs> me and Bebe been riding around looking for this club called 95.5. <laughs> It ain't no club, David. It's a radio station. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's the typical
1: man. can I remember that one Thanksgiving. He wasn't going to do Thanksgiving with us for some reason. He was going to mm. go go to Outback for Thanksgiving. So him and Jamil got he ready. love Outback. Yeah, him and Jamil got ready, and they was going to Outback for Thanksgiving dinner. They get to Outback and find out Outback and goes on Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, <laughs> So so they had to come to our house. Um, yeah, so uh, those are good memories of David. Um,
0: so that would conclude part two. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Next time for part three, we'll discuss David's final years, as well as what we would all say to David if he was still with us today. See you guys next time.